Welcome to the Now You Know Akron podcast, brought to you by the journalists of BeaconJournal.com. Each week, they will share their expertise on Akron and Summit County. Now, here's your host, Craig Webb. Thanks for joining us for the Now You Know Akron podcast. I'm your host, Craig Webb. In this edition's Spotlight Story, we'll be joined by Beacon Journal sports writer Marla Reidenauer and Don Padgett, who is a PGA director of the Firestone Senior Players Championship that will be held at the Firestone Country Club. They will share some of the history of Akron's role in the world of golf and also handicap some of the favorites of this year's tournament. But first, here's three things you should know from recent headlines from BeaconJournal.com. A worker for Mally's Chocolate has quit over the candy maker's mandate that its employees be fully vaccinated. The company's policy says all employees must get the vaccine unless they have a medical or religious exemption. Mally's is based in Cleveland and has 19 retail outlets throughout Northeast Ohio. Ohio has officially ended its COVID-19 emergency declaration, citing a decline in cases and hospitalization. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine rescinded the health emergency that was originally declared back in March 2020. State officials say the move should not impact those families who are receiving additional assistance for food. Akron's cold case rape unit is now 3-0. Two men were arrested by the unit, pleaded guilty, and were sentenced to prison earlier. While an Akron man accused of sexually assaulting four women was convicted just last month by a Summit County jury of multiple counts of rape and kidnapping. This suspect was sentenced to 81 years to life in prison. BeaconJournal.com and all of our apps always feature updated headlines and subscriber-exclusive content you can't find anywhere else. And now for our spotlight story, we're joined by Beacon Journal sports reporter Marla Reidner, who is our resident expert in all things golf and also Don Padgett, who is charged with making sure everything is set for the Bridgestone Senior Players Championship that will be held at Firestone Country Club. Welcome. Thanks. Good to be here. Good to see you. I guess we'll start with the obvious question, and then we'll let Marla jump in too. But, you know, Don, I, I guess it's it's somewhat exciting, the fact that we may actually park cars this year and actually have fans um, at the course as opposed to what happened last year. You know, we're definitely going to have fans this year. Uh, we got, got through the pandemic here in 2020. We had a golf tournament. Uh, we had a pro-am, but there were no fans, and it wasn't quite the same. But we're really excited to welcome the fans back here, uh, you know, the last week of June, and uh, it's shaping up to be a great tournament. What, what should fans expect? Will it be business as usual or because of the, the pandemic? Will things be a little bit different? Are there any restrictions or, or changes? You know, we're following the CDC guidelines, uh, which is if you're vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, uh, they suggest that you wear a mask indoors and then when you can't socially distance. Uh, the one exception to that is if you if you do have to do a t- the short two-minute shuttle ride from our general parking, our preferred parking lot, everybody does currently have to wear masks, and, and that's a federal mandate. So that could change between now and the event, but I but, uh, ask people to be prepared to wear wear a mask on the two minute shuttle ride uh, as they come to the course. Before we get to all things golf and a little more specific, I, I guess I, I think it's interesting that there seems to be a concerted effort this year to to not only make it fan friendly but also some after hour events and and some things like that. 
Yeah, we're really excited about our Summerfest uh, at Firestone. We know we're going to get the golf fans that come to Firestone and, and turn out each year to see golf's legends, uh, but we also want to appeal to everyone. So we have concerts after play, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Uh, we're really excited about the Akron Symphony Orchestra performance. Uh, that'll be Sunday, uh, June 27th after our trophy ceremony. Uh, we've got great food on site from Firestone Country Club. Uh, Slyman's food truck is going to be on site. Um, everybody likes music and food, and there's also a complimentary admission after 4 p.m. Uh, to the golf tournament. So you can come out to the end of the golf, enjoy the music, enjoy some great food. Uh, it's a great way to enjoy uh, the Ohio summertime, and we know there's a lot of pent-up demand out there with people wanting to go out and uh, be a part of events. Uh, so it uh, should be a great week. Marley, you can probably answer this better. I, I think I've covered um, one year when, when the uh, – the, the main tournament was here, but you know, what's, what's the mood like compared to the old days with, with the senior tournament, you know, with the senior players, is, is it a different vibe? Is it? Well, I do feel like the, the, the champions guys, you know, I think interact with the crowd a little more, especially the, you know, with the ones, I mean, even on the weekend, if they're not like in the hunt, you know, they might, you know, communicate a little more when they're walking between holes. I mean, it's, I mean, it is intense, you know, I mean, but I do feel like this is a really a fan friendly event as far as getting up close. You're right there, you know, I mean, like I said, if you're just a golf fan and you want your kids to come up and, you know, be able to stand right next to, you know, Jim Furyk or, you know, um, Ernie Els, I mean, you're, you're right there. I mean, it's really, uh, I just feel like that the vibe is different. Yes. I mean, especially all the years, you know, we've been through with Tiger, but I, I do feel like it's still an incredible golf course. It's a beautiful day. I mean, you know, it's, I, it's an incredible experience, even with, you know, the, you know, the, diff, the older players, I, I really, and they are really, um, very, conscious of the fans and, you know, trying to make it a good experience for them. Don, I do have a quick question. Um, what do you think is going to happen with that? You said 4 p.m., you know, you're going to open the eight gates. What do you think that'll be like on Sunday? Do you expect maybe it'll be a, a big crowd show up to, you know? We, we do expect a big crowd, uh, especially for the Akron Symphony Orchestra performance. Um, in the past, they've done a couple public performances uh, that have been complimentary, and uh, they've had, uh, you know, a couple thousand people uh, attend that. So I, I think we'll, uh, we'll we'll be in that mix, and there'll be a lot of people that will stay on, you know, from the golf tournament after they see the winning putt go in. And I think we'll have some people that will come in uh, just for that performance. So we're excited about it. We're going to have it out on the driving range. and. Uh, it's, it's a cool space for, for people to uh, to spread out and uh, hopefully enjoy what will be a nice evening. So the people will just be sitting out there in the – are there going to be – is there, I assume, no seats, right? Just um, no, just like the golf tournament, people are welcome to bring, you know, their mm-hmm. lawn chairs. They can bring blankets, uh, a little bit like you might have it blossom on the lawn. You know, it, you can you can make your own spot and, and be comfortable and, uh, uh, you know, look forward to a great night. So what are we expecting this week, player-wise? I mean, did you have kind of lineups probably set, right? I guess maybe it's not a lineup. Maybe I'm using my wrong golf terms here. Yeah. So the golf, uh, the golfers can still commit all the way up till uh, the Friday before to 5 p.m. But we've got a great field of golfers coming uh, from World Golf Hall of Famer Freddie Couples, um, Ernie Els, 
Jim Furyk will be back at Firestone uh, for the first time in a number of years. We have Bernard Langer that's dominated PGA Tour champions, Ratif Goosen that won our event, uh, Jerry Kelly, defending champion. Uh, so a long list of great players, and, and they all look forward to coming back to Firestone. Uh, they, they all seem to love this golf course. Yeah, I mean, you know, I interviewed Furyk, you know, recently, and we posted the story um, about him. He hasn't been here since 2016, but he was just talking about, he said his kids, they're only going to like one or one to three tournaments this this season on the tour, and they picked Akron just because they have such great memories. Their His kids are like 19 and 17. They used to go to the drive-in in Ravenna. They'd go to all their favorite restaurants. They'd go to the rubber ducks games. You know, they'd, they'd go hiking with their dog in Cuyahoga Falls. I mean, they would even bring the dog just for that. So, I mean, you know, these guys, when they do get a chance to, you know, and if they're like, he said he's pretty much fully committed to the champions now. So, you know, you're going to have guys like this in the coming years, too, who are, you know, joining the champions tour that I think it's going to be you're a lot of recognizable names that people in Akron have followed for decades are going to be back. So I do think that's going to, you know, going to be a, a good lineup. Well, I guess in the future, I'm just curious. I mean, what do we see? I mean, we see the senior tournament continuing or do we see other tournaments possibly coming to Akron? Yeah, we do. I think the best, uh, the best bet, I think we'll, uh, we will see senior players uh, in, in future years. Um, you know, I, I think we know we want to have golf here in Northeast Ohio and, and at Firestone uh, with the great fans that we have here in the region and obviously the great golf course. Um, so, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, I think more to come on that. Do you have any idea where where Akron ranks as far as attendance, you know, for some of these? I'm just curious. I mean, it does seem like it's, you know, people drive from all over to kind of sometimes to come here. Yeah, no, I, I think we do well. We're, we're uh, definitely above average on PGA Tour champions for the people that turn out. And uh, I think, again, it's just uh, the tradition of, of people coming to see golf at Firestone and then, you know, the World Golf Hall of Famers as well. I'm curious about the preparation of the course. I mean, do we do you change things because of the seniors that are here as opposed to other years? Yeah, so Firestone's agronomy staff uh, works closely with the PGA Tour champions, and they actually have, you know, a, a course maintenance plan that starts in March when they start mowing the grass and it goes all the way through the end of the year. Um, only thing I think they would change a little bit uh, for champions is is the rough might be, just be a little bit shorter. Uh, so they'll top that off at, at two and a half inches the weekend before. And then it just grows, you know, like your lawn does at home. It just depends on Mother Nature. If there's, you know, a little bit of rain or sun mixed in, it'll, it'll grow up and get longer throughout the week. But uh, I was checking it out uh, earlier this week. And it is pretty thick and dense with, with the spring that we've had. Uh, you definitely are going to want to hit your ball in the fairway uh, if you're playing in the tournament next week. Just to note, last year there was only two guys under par at the end. So, uh, it's it, you know, it's it's still as tough as it always was. Yeah, no, it's a great golf course to have a major uh, on PGA Tour champions. And uh, I think the scores will be dictated uh, on how firm the golf course is. If, if, if it's firm and fast, It'll play shorter, but it'll play more difficult. Uh, guys will have trouble holding the greens. And uh, if we don't get any rain uh, between now and tournament time, I think, Marley, you'll see those similar type scores where, you know, only a handful of guys are under par. Marley, I'll ask you this question first. Maybe Don can answer it, too. What's, what's your favorite place in the course to watch from? 
Wow. Go ahead, Don. <laughs> My favorite spot is the 12th hole. I used to go out there when I was a kid. Uh, it's about 180-yard par three, and you can stand on a mound back left of the 12th green. You can see the entire 12th hole. Uh, if you turn to your right, you're right next to the 8th tee box. And then looking right over to 8th tee, you have the 7th green. So you could see two or three groups at one time, um, see your favorite golfers come through twice. Uh, that that was the spot that I always uh, targeted. I mean, for me, for some reason, I kind of like number nine green. I don't know why. I, I, I don't – maybe I'm just reliving the tiger hitting over the clubhouse moment, but – and, you know, also 16. I mean, I, I guess I'm a sucker for the, you know, the history there. But um, I think it's um, maybe the third hole, the one with the big slope that goes. I mean, that's a good hanging out underneath the trees kind of spot, too, and a good view. And, I mean, I mean, I don't really think there are any bad views, but um, there's quite a few places that, you know, but I, I don't know. I just kind of. I guess I gravitate to 16 if I'm just um, don't have much time and just want to see some golf. The thing I'll add to that, it is a really uh, fan-friendly golf course, and it's fairly compact. It's on about 150 acres. The holes are next to each other and go back and forth. Uh, There's a lot of golf courses that are on 300 acres, and it's a lot harder to cover ground, uh, follow your favorite players. But you can skip across holes, see different groups. Uh, you can stand by actually by the 18th tee and the 13th green right in the middle of the golf course and see all four corners of the golf course. So uh, to have a PGA Tour caliber uh, golf course that compact and that fan friendly is is pretty rare. It takes quite an effort to pull this together, right? I mean, we maybe talk a little bit about, you know, the volunteers and, and a little bit of, of what it takes to just really pull this off every year. Yeah, we have over 600 volunteers through Northern Ohio Golf Charities uh, that help us operate the golf tournament. Uh, we have a staff of about a half a dozen that focus on it all year. And then uh, these great volunteers uh, that give us their time and talents. Uh, they, uh, they, We have a number of longtime volunteers. I think there's 70-some that are over 25 years. Uh, we actually have some 55-year volunteers, believe it or not, uh, that have been here for a number, number of the events. Uh, but it's our 68th year. Uh, of a golf tournament here at Firestone. And uh, it's great to see uh, the volunteers each year. It's kind of like a big family reunion. And uh, believe it or not, we have volunteers from 19 states, and but a lot of those have Northeast Ohio ties. So they will travel back to the golf tournament uh, just to see their friends, to help us out, to work the event. And uh, it's it's really a testament to that Midwest work ethic where they work hard, but they have fun at, fun at it at the same time. And I uh, can't thank the volunteers enough. Uh, due to their efforts, uh, we're, we're able to give back uh, significant funds to charity each year. Well, let's talk about charity and maybe its economic impact. I mean, what, why don't you talk a little bit about the, the charitable efforts that are, that are an important part of this, right? Yeah, so uh, earlier this year, we announced, uh, even with the pandemic, that we gave back over $772,000 uh, to charities, uh, and uh, that took our total to up over $30 million uh, for professional golf events, you know, here at Firestone. So, um, you know, really excited about that. Uh, you know, we, we were still able to give back to charities during a tough time, and we know that they needed those funds uh, more than ever. And um, it's it's names like Akron Children's Hospital, uh, LeBron James Family Foundation, 
Akron Canton Regional Food Bank, uh, just to name a few. And uh, really to be able to just play a small part in the great work that all those organizations do, um, you know, it's, 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 that's a great thing for our golf tournament. Marla, if you're handicapping this this upcoming tournament, what are what are you looking forward to? Uh, wow, think- <clears throat> that's a that's a tough one. Um, if I had to, but I, I mean, there are some guys who have played well lately. I mean, Mike Weir's kind of played well lately. Um, you know, Kelly went in last week, and he told a great story yesterday that I'll be writing soon about how he broke his driver and he finally got got it fixed and that, you know, he won last weekend at his hometown of Madison. I mean, there is something about how rare it would be for him to repeat um, um, in a major, you know, even a senior major. But, I mean, I think you've got to be confident coming here because, you know, this is a tough course and, you know, I don't, I mean, there's always like the loners and goosens of the world who you think are going to be in the mix, but uh, I really do think you got to be confident and kind of on a roll to to pull it off. But we'll see if I'm we'll see if I'm right. You know, to add to that, uh, I think about Fred Couples that gave Jerry Kelly a run for his money in Madison last week. I mean, he he uh, came up just one shot short, but what what great golf from the 60 plus year old Fred Couples and. Uh, I know he loves this golf course, so it wouldn't surprise me to see Freddie in the mix uh, come the weekend. Just imagine what Sunday would be like if Freddie was coming down the stretch with a chance to win. That would just that would almost be a turn back the clock moment. <laughs> Absolutely, it'd be a lot of fun. Well, I, we appreciate you joining us, and, and I, you know, if you needed an extra scratch golfer, I, I did get a par at Rinky Dink, the miniature golf course in the area, just uh, over Memorial Day weekend. It was a long green too, so you know, if you're looking for an extra uh, person to work a concession stand, maybe perhaps not, uh, not actually golfing. But thank you for joining us. Thank you both. Great to be here. Thanks. That's all the time we have for now for this edition of Now You Know Akron podcast. We'd like to thank our producer. BJ Lisko for and you for joining us. Be sure to check out our next edition. This podcast is available weekly on our website and also in the various apps and where you can find all your favorite podcasts. We'd like to invite you to support local journalism by becoming a subscriber to the Beacon Journal in either digital or print form. If you're already a subscriber, we thank you. Until next time, now you know Akron.